0: Live from Delaware's News Center, you're listening to Delaware's Afternoon News. Here's Chris Carl. Good afternoon. Sunshine, 87 degrees in Wilmington, but a severe thunderstorm watch is in effect for all of Delaware until 10 o'clock tonight. Topping Delaware news, while COVID-19 cases, hospitalizations, and the positivity rate have all dropped dramatically, variants are still surfacing here in Delaware. Dr. Carol Rattay is the director of the Division of Public Health. Of those specimens that are tested, about 49 percent are coming up positive for one of the variants of concern and um, that's actually been decreasing. A few weeks back it was 66 percent. Last week it was 57 percent. So about half of the specimen we're seeing now are these variants of concern. The state saw its first case of the India variant last week. DPH telling WDEL that person did travel internationally. Newark is repealing its pandemic restrictions, WDEL's Amy Cherry reports. Newark is returning to normal. City Council moved earlier this week to ditch pandemic restrictions on gatherings that were stricter than the states. They had limited gatherings indoors to 10 people and gatherings outdoors to 20 people. Council had initially planned to make the move on June 1st, but Councilman Travis McDermott moved to make a motion to lift restrictions immediately. And if we're at the point where the governor has lifted these restrictions, the residents of the city of Newark, in my opinion, shouldn't be subjected to anything more than what the rest of the state is subjected to. Several on council said they were fine with lifting restrictions on June 1st, but McDermott fired back. Now this has morphed into, well, we don't want the kids to party. That's what I heard everybody say, but the intent of this ordinance was to stop the spread of the coronavirus. So if that was the intent, then it would be my suggestion that this ordinance become effective immediately and so restrictions were lifted. McDermott's amendment passed in a vote four to three. Amy Cherry, WDEL, Delaware's News Radio. If you've had a trial postponed for more than a year now, your day in court could be coming soon. Here's WDEL's DJ McEnany. We are still maintaining all of the COVID protocols that we developed working with health officials, with a doctor that we hired to consult with us on the best practices of how to operate during this pandemic. Delaware's court systems are set to reopen at the beginning of June. Sean O'Sullivan says they'll be maintaining lot of the pandemic safety measures and have renovated a number of courtrooms to protect others. We are going to be moving slower. We're not able to summon as many jurors as we have. We used to bring in panels of over 200. It's going to be more like 140. So we'll have smaller panels, but the juries are going to be the same. Which isn't great news as they've got a lot of catching up to do. We also have an additional 157 backlog civil cases as of May 15th. We have an even larger backlog in the Court of Common Pleas. I think there's over 15,000 cases. DJ McEnany, WDEL, Delaware, news radio another news this afternoon newcastle county signing off on next year's budget county council that is the 311 million dollar spending plan about three percent more than last year finance committee co-chair john cartier says it comes with no increase in taxes but one fee there'll be no property tax increases proposed in this fiscal 22 budget a slight change in your sewer fee in january to reflect increase increased charge for your water meter which is 25 dollars the budget also calls for a $15 minimum wage for all full-time Newcastle County employees. Included in the plan is an extra $3 million for parks and open space and money to help complete construction of a Middletown library. And Delaware environmental officials want to hear from you. It's been several months since Delaware's ban on plastic bags went into effect at most stores. Now a survey is available for you to provide your thoughts on your shopping preferences since the law's been in effect. Go to Delaware.gov to find the questionnaire. Still to come, experts are predicting the tick population will surge this year. We'll tell you why just ahead. Plus, we're keeping an eye on the sky as some nasty weather's heading this way. We'll check the forecast from the WDEL Weather Center next. I'm Chris Carl. Thanks for joining us. Stay tuned here on WDEL as Delaware's Afternoon News continues. Today is Diane Bishop Day on WDEL. Give Diane a call or text to wish her a happy day. Hi, it's Peter MacArthur, Delaware's Morning News. Every morning between 5.30 and 9, let us bring you the news you need to know. The stories that affect you and your family, along with breaking news, traffic watch on the nines and your WDEL Weather Center forecast. At 9 a.m., we go next level with in-depth interviews and extended coverage on the hot issues of the day. Delaware's morning news, 530 to 9, Del-Aware, 9 to 10, on AM 1150, 101.7 FM, and WDEL.com. Your forecast from the WDEL Weather Center. We have a severe thunderstorm watch in effect until 10 o'clock for all of Delaware as we're seeing some storms move through central Pennsylvania and Maryland right now. And some of those storms could produce small hail and gusty winds when they reach us late this afternoon or sometime this evening and maybe sometime tonight as well. Otherwise tonight cloudy skies overnight with a low down to 66. Tomorrow sunshine high 83 then rain on Friday mainly in the afternoon. Friday's high 70. The rain continues Friday night into the first thing Saturday then tapers off to showers later on. Cloudy skies Saturday, high 63. Should get sunshine for the rest of the weekend. Partly sunny Sunday, high 70. Sunshine on Memorial Day for the high 76. Well, the Sixers back in action tonight. Game two of their series with the Washington Wizards after winning game one on Sunday. will tip off just after 7 o'clock up at the Wells Fargo Center. The Phillies continuing their series in Miami tonight after last night's 2-0 win. Aaron Nola on the mound tonight for the Phillies. Trying to get the team back to 500 with a win tonight. Pre-game coverage here on WDEL at 6.05. The Orioles have lost eight straight, and they're losing right now in Minnesota. The Twins lead 3-1 to one in the top of the seventh at Target Field. The Blue Rocks in Greensboro, North Carolina, continuing their series with the Grasshoppers tonight. That's the Pirates' single-A affiliate. The Rocks losing last night's first game of the series. And there's soccer tonight in Wilmington as First State FC hosts FC Monmouth at Abyssinia Stadium. The Midnight Riders still looking for their first win of the season. Also in the news this afternoon, those enjoying the great outdoors this summer will have to be a little extra careful. Experts are predicting the tick population will surge this year because of a relatively mild winter and early spring in much of the country. While Lyme disease is the most common tick-borne illness of the U.S., it's not the only one by far. Ticks can also transmit Rocky Mountain spotted fever, among other things. That's CBS's Jim Krasula reporting. A Newark City Councilman resigns abruptly just a month into his second term. Newark City Councilman James Horning has resigned, effective immediately. In a Facebook post, Horning cites unexpected personal challenges he needs to deal with. City Council will meet June 1st to set a date for a special election to fill that seat. Ford says it plans to spend $30 billion over the next four years to develop electric vehicles. By 2030, Ford expects that 40% of the vehicles it sells will be electric. CEO Jim Farley says many will have familiar names. Mustangs, Explorers, F-Series... Lincolns. Ford, which introduced an electric pickup last week, says it expects a third of all pickup trucks sold in 2030 to be electric. Jeff Gilbert, CBS News, Detroit. Some changes coming to social media. Facebook and Instagram announcing plans to let users stop displaying their tally of likes if they want to. Options are to keep things as they are, hide the number of likes, or users cannot have them tallied up at all. Experts say the quest for likes can be addictive and have negative effects, especially for younger users, and people might feel more free to post if fear of a negative or indifferent response is taken away. Steve Kathan, CBS News. Three men facing over two dozen charges each in connection with stealing items from numerous vehicles in Hokessen last week. Andre Nichols, Eddie Perguero, and Clarence Jarman are each accused of stealing items from at least 17 vehicles the trio arrested last week being held on bail. County police say they'll be contacting victims soon to return the stolen items. Police throughout Delaware planning DUI checkpoints during the upcoming holiday weekend. Law enforcement will put up checkpoints late Friday night and into Saturday morning in all three counties. Authorities say that each of the locations they've selected are known for a high number of DUI arrests and crashes. The Office of Highway Safety suggests you make a plan for alternate transportation transportation. Anytime you decide to have a drink. Well, Fleet Week kicks off today in New York, and for the second year in a row, it's virtual. U.S. Navy Rear Admiral Charles Rock says while in-person events have been canceled this year, there's still plenty to check out online. You can tour a submarine. Uh, you can conduct explosive ordnance operations with, with our Navy forces. You can dive with a Navy diver. Um, so whatever you're interested in, uh, you, you're going to find it. Last year, over 170,000 visitors tuned in to the festivities. Fleet Week runs through Memorial Day. Liz Warner, NBC News Radio, New York. A new menu item at Disneyland could take a bite out of your wallet. Disneyland is upgrading its meal options with a $100 sandwich. It's made of salami, rosemary ham, provolone, and sun-dried tomato. Why the high price? Well, the splurge of a sandwich is huge and meant to be shared with up to eight people. But if you're not up to break bread with others, an individual edition will cost you about 15 bucks. That's CBS's Elise Preston reporting.